Time for Samantha to lock the studio door and play whatever the heck she wants. Now that's what I call All-America. Rock around the region. A full hour of kick-ass music from bands rocking the Southeast. Everything that rocks. C-97.5. In the dark, disbelievers disregard Heavy days carry all the way Crack the surface, make a mark Watch the cycle fall apart Feel the weight slowly fade away Come out of the darkness Z97.5 starting it out tonight with a brand new one from the Knoxville, Tennessee band. Ten years. It is called Rise. They've got all kinds of cool merch to go along with this as well if you check them out on social media. I am Samantha Knight. Welcome to the program. Excited for another chapter with Blackwater Down tonight as well as a brand new song. I planned on bringing you a new song from their EP. However, as we learned last week, this band gets into a studio in a very short period of time. Poof! There's a new song, and that's exactly what happened. So we got
got something brand spanking new that dropped on Friday. I've got that for you tonight. You're also going to get Backhand Blue, Seven Dust, and so much more. So thank you for joining me tonight to check out an hour of local and regional artists. Sticking with the area of Tennessee around Knoxville, Welcome Eternity and Wolves of Oz got a show together along with Halo Halo Scars. rather. That show is coming up on February 17th, so this coming weekend at the VFW in Kingsport, Tennessee. Check out the Welcome Eternity Facebook page to get details. It will be them, as I said, Wolves of Oz, Cleansing the Temple, and Halo Scars. Welcome Eternity's latest, It's Into Forever on Rock Around the Region on Z97.5.
Yeah. 
Rock around the region on Z97.5. Apoptosis, that is the latest from Wolves of Oz. So Wolves of Oz, welcome eternity, 10 years. Knoxville has a huge music scene, doesn't it? And you've got the opportunity to see Wolves of Oz and welcome eternity together on a show that is happening on the 17th. You can check out details on the band's Facebook pages. It's the Metal Meltdown that is happening in Kingsport, Tennessee. Uh, so make sure you follow these bands. Make sure you go check them out. Wolves of Oz will also have another show in Knoxville coming up on February 23rd at the Brickyard Bar and Grill. So a lot of opportunities to go check out some great music. Taylor Road out and about. We got brand new songs on the way. Of course, we've got one brand new song, but more coming. And some shows for you to know about. On Friday the 16th, they will be at the Fox Den in Louisville. They'll be at the Burl in Lexington, Kentucky on February 22nd and 21st in Germantown on Friday the 23rd. That is in Louisville, Kentucky. Their latest is called Tattered. It's Taylor Road on Rock Around the Region on Z97.5.
Let's rock around the region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. C97.5.
the region on Z97.5. Haven't heard from them in a while. That is Emerge out of Chattanooga, Tennessee and Watch Me Bleed. They have a new show coming up at the Concourse just announced a week or so ago. They'll be at the Concourse there in Knoxville, Tennessee with St. Asonia and any given Sunday. That happening on March 10th. You can check out details on Emerge Official Music on Facebook. I am Samantha Knight sitting down for another round of my conversation with Blackwater Down out of Nashville last week. We got to know Deb a little bit. So that brings us around to you, Luke. What about you, sir? Let's, let's, you know, no, yeah, you. Me? Yeah, you. Yeah, You're right, next in right, line. Yeah. Gonna swing that microphone over there. You, you are next in line. So tell me a little bit about your background. Uh, so my dad introduced me to Van Halen's first album when I was probably seven. Okay. And I was just hooked right away. I'd never heard anything like it. And I had to get my hands on everything else that I could. Sure. Like ACDC, Rush, Black Sabbath. Oh, you went big right out of the game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Right away. I was hooked. Um, started playing guitar later that same same year. I was seven when I got my first guitar. Um, I didn't get really into it. Did you take lessons or did you just yeah. take her and oh, teach yeah. yourself? No, I took lessons. You took lessons. Um, okay. And then I started getting more into like Metallica and Pantera kind of heavier stuff. And by the time I was 12, it was just all I wanted to do. It was all I could think about. I was locking myself in my room five hours a day. Oh, wow. Playing guitar. Did it affect your schoolwork? Were you one of those? Oh, yeah. Like, I'm going to be a rock star. I, the so I, I, had the, I had the good luck of being really good at taking tests. Aha. So you're one of those. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It definitely would have if I hadn't had that going for me. <laughs> I was wondering about that because when I when I hear these stories, it's like, yeah, I locked myself away for hours on end and and did all of this, and it's like, you know, you go to school and you do your thing, and where other kids are out, you know, doing the extracurriculars like football or basketball or debate or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. no, I'm going to be home doing this. Yep. But I've also heard stories where it has completely overtaken, and it's like, forget school, forget my friends, forget all of this. It's me and this guitar, and that is it. That's exactly what it was. It was- <laughs> I mean, my parents would come into my room and tell me, like, dinner's ready. And I'd be like, oh, okay, I'll be down in a few minutes. Three hours goes by? Literally. They come up three hours later. Hey, are you going to eat? No, probably not. No, I'm good. Nourished by rock and roll. Exactly. Literally. <laughs> it's just everything I wanted to do. So how many different bands have you been in? Tons. I was. I started playing in bands when I was about 12 or 13. I was going to say, because um, you look like you're about 24. I'm 24. Yes. Nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. Nailed it. Damn. <laughs> I still get that wrong every time. How Everybody does. I don't know. It's, 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 there's something about his, it's his cheeks and his eyes. They're still bright and kind of um, un... Un, um, not jaded. Thank you. Yeah. Not jaded. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. <laughs> He's still got that bright, sweet innocence about him. Well, he's, so. he's an old soul. So once you get to know him, you're kind of like, you know no what? That is a fact. <laughs> that is a fact. So you're like, no way is he. He's got to be at least like in his 30s, close to 40s. That guy is just well, too chill. I always wonder this because when I start asking about, you know, when you guys get started and, and I can kind of figure out when you, based on what you talk about, like the first thing that you heard and you're sitting there mm-hmm. saying Van Halen's first album, like, oh, you are not old enough for that. No, no. So what is it? <laughs> it's my parents. They just, my parents grew up in that time and they introduced me to it and I, something about it just drew me. Do you remember the day that your dad sat you down and said, like, was it, was it a whole like deal where he's like, sit down, I want you to hear something or was it just, yeah, so he we put were, on the record um, and went. No, we were in the car actually. Okay. And he, he was like, I want you to hear this. 
And he pulls the CD out and puts it in and just right off this the bat. This also tells was, me how young he is because he's talking about a CD as opposed to a cassette. Yes. Yeah, no, it, it was a CD. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I heard it and I was just like, I love this. You had this look on your I face that you've got yeah, right now. Yeah, exactly. Yes. My mind was blown. So you took lessons. You have been in multiple bands. And how did you get to this point? Uh, so I was in a cover band in St. Louis for about three years. We played all over the place all sorts of classic rock and it just really kind of showed me that this definitely is what I want to do with Mm -hmm. my life and I tried in St. Louis to make it work for a while and it just wasn't so what are you finding uh, since you since you went that route and did the cover bands because the cover bands as we've learned y'all live in Nashville you know what Nashville's Uh like the cover bands get paid yes Uh, original bands do not it's hard for original bands to get the time of day so what has that transition been like for you uh so painful. for me, it's it, it, it's financially definitely painful. Sure. Uh, for me, it's more of kind of I would rather play music that makes me happy and that I love Do and that love I've created. Art. If I never get paid for it, okay. You I, like ramen noodles, right? Yeah. Craft mac and yeah. cheese. Yeah. You know, I, there's a lot you can do with it. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get creative. Ask but... me how I know because I can tell you this: thirty years of doing radio is the same thing. You right. don't do it. Because, you don't do it for the money. Right. You do it for the love of the art, for sure. Exactly. So I absolutely understand that. We're going to take a pause right now because I want to check out the brand new song. Uh, Mike, you just sent this over to me on Friday. This is what happens. We talked about this last week. This band first got together within an hour and 45 minutes of them being together for the first time ever. They wrote the song that we have been playing called Drown in the Shallows. So you go to practice this past week. You step into a studio, whatever. And here we go with a brand new song. Like we just got an EP out and we're already moving forward. So excited to give you the debut of this one from Blackwater Down. It's called 45. Five on Rock Around the Region.
Blackwater Down, brand spanking new tune that just dropped on Friday that is called 45, getting its debut on Rock Around the Region. The band, my guest right now, as we are kind of making our way around the room, getting to know each other. So, Rat, what about you? Tell me your story, because, uh, I mean, if I want to sit here and judge a book by its cover, you are the odd duck out here. I definitely am. Look at y'all just, like, clean cut, you're wearing your Dixon <laughs> and your Miller high-life hat, and, like, tell me your story, man. I've been immersed in music definitely my whole life. My dad was uh, a dentist by main profession, but he's, growing up, he's always been in cover bands. Okay. He's a lead vocalist and a saxophone player. Oh, wow. And actually did quite a bit. He played with stuff, uh, or with the Three Dog Night when they were called the Blackjacks originally. Okay. And did the Illinois, when they were in like the Illinois, Champaign, Illinois circuit yeah. and whatnot, and played with them. Uh so as far as I like, as long as I can remember, he did cover bands when I was growing up and was just fascinated by it. And this also got infatuated with like setting up PA systems, turning the knobs mm-hmm. and always had a desire. I started playing piano first. And then, of course, my dad playing sax. I like, oh, man, I want to learn how to do that. And I think the he, uh, I was like, can you show me the Pink Panther theme song? <laughs> And so, like, in elementary school in music, they had, lack of better terms, a talent show. So I sat there with the alto sax that's about as tall as I was. (laughs) Or maybe it was the tenor, I can't remember. But And sat there dishing out the Pink Panther theme song. And then it's always kind of grown from there. I would always listen to all his records that he had. And uh, Aerosmith Rocks and James Gang Rides Again, especially James Gang Rides Again, just blew my mind. Joe Walsh. Yeah. Just kind of The dude's a lunatic, but my God, he's talented. Oh, yeah. And he definitely kind of helped a bunch of how to write songs that were catchy, simple, Mm -hmm. and the less is more mentality kind of deal. Then a little older with my dad being in like the big band kind of stuff, like still to this day, Blood, Sweat and Tears, probably one of my all-time favorite bands and really got huge. How old are you? uh, 35. Okay. His soul is like that's, 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 We've got another young face over here, but you're pulling out stuff that my dad listened to. So I'm just like, uh, yeah, oh. Like Three Dog Night, Paul Revere and the Raiders. It's amazing. Uh, I could go on and on on that. And I think you're probably the first person to sit across from me and, and name those two bands in particular with Blood, Sweat and Tears and Three Dog Night. I don't think I've ever, ever heard anybody uh, yeah. uh, since 2015 that doing <laughs> this show. That's amazing. Like, it's like, it's very rare that I go, oh, whoa. So kudos. Then, that's awesome. And then I think kind of like Luke, seven or eight, I got my first guitar. Never took it seriously. Then it just started growing on me and I'm like, didn't have lessons right away. So I'm like, screw this. I'm going to figure it out. And uh, I had just gotten the Santana. A Braxis album and starting was, big, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just loved Black Magic Woman. And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna figure this out. So I figured it out. My, I'm like, Dad, look at this. And I was figuring it all, all on the B string. And he goes, Son, that's good, but you got five other strings you can use too. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, I think it's like, I think it's time for you to take some lessons. Nice. Uh, and took from a couple people, but the one guitar player that taught, like, really spearheaded me was a guitar player that my dad played with in high school. Okay. Who was, you know, could pull Chet Atkins out of his butt, no problem. And he turned me on to Brent Mason, Wes Montgomery, uh, even other sax players like Boots Randolph and uh-huh. all that stuff. And he started showing me, like, he laid a lot of fundamentals down. So after then he eventually had to quit giving me lessons. I tried a couple other people. I'm like, eh, I've got enough. I'll figure it out on my right. own. And then from there, started getting into Eric John. Johnson, Joe Satriani, Steve Vai, Ingve, uh, Buckethead, and just kind of kept growing and growing into stuff. And then eventually by 16, I was pseudo going on the road, like the, oh, a bunch of high school kids in a 15 passenger van. <laughs> and I was the only We're one. Going to- yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, 
you know, I was, knew how to pull a trailer. And then I was also the unfortunate person that knew how to set up a PA system. Sure. So I was having to sit there, All hammer on cords and run front of house and whatnot from the side. <laughs> and then it just grew from there. Then I eventually moved to Nashville. And then one of the right places, right time, started doing weekend warrior touring. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some studio stuff. Uh, then I just grew there. And then I'm like, okay, well, I want need to make some money. So audio engineering became a thing and started working. I work. think that's an underappreciated art, honestly, because a lot of people will go, oh, how hard is it? You turn some knobs and, and move some faders. But the bigger the soundboard, the more knobs and faders. And it's just like, I don't, whoa. <laughs> it's, it's very intimidating. It, it can be. And let alone, it could be like the perfect setup rig, but yeah. some gremlins are going to come in of and course. make your day. I think there's a lot of people, though, that don't understand, like, what. What you have to do to learn all of that stuff, because it's like it doesn't matter how talented the musicians are. You still got to have someone on the other side of that board to make it sound right. Yeah. Totally. You know, they can play all the technicality you want to put in there. But, yeah, someone like you has got to come along and go. Oh, and then it was fun. And COVID was kind of a blessing in disguise. My la- the last audio company was Claire Brothers Audio. Okay. And that was a whole nother exhausting thing and kind of took the wind out of my sails. So I finally got out of that. So good. And then I was tired of playing the cover tunes and the modern country stuff. Time for something new. Yeah. And then I think it was like the second rehearsal they all had. Burn texted me up. He's like, hey, man, kind of gave me the gist of it. Like, I think you'd you'd like it and you'd be perfect for this. Now, was this when it was still just Guns N' Roses or was this you already already churning? Yeah. Okay. And I think okay. it maybe they've been like the second rehearsal after they had did the original song and okay. like, come on over and see what you think. And I was like, heck yeah. And I was even, it was funny because Burn always has a cool knack of, I'm like, if I'm ever down, I'm like, man, I just wish I had this or that. And then sometimes even a couple hours later thinking it, it's like, poof. <laughs> he texts me up That's because I already had this worked out 12 weeks before. <laughs> yeah. See, before we even got in the room, I already you are, knew. I had the whole band. Yeah, yeah. The guy behind the curtain. I knew, of Oz. Yeah. Yeah. I knew the people I wanted to at least jam with. Get up, get up. It's Rock Around the Region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. C97.5. Comprehension This is to be no escape I live the 
tune on Z97.5, Crownless King from Halo Scars. They have got a huge show coming up on February 13th, just a few days away. This is better than any Valentine, if you ask me. They will be opening for Fear Factory at the Concourse in Knoxville. Knoxville, not that far away. It's been ages since I have seen Fear Factory. I think that would be a really good show to check out. So congratulations to Halo Scar. Halo Scars for getting the opening slot on all of that. Now, Halo Scars also have another show coming up on Saturday, March 16th, part of the St. Patty's Eve Slam that is happening. They'll be doing this with Deface the Dream and several others. This is happening in Manchester, Tennessee. Deface the Dream on that show. They will also, Deface the Dream, be on another opportunity. It's, it's hard to keep track, I realize. So on uh, Saturday the 16th of March, Halo Scars and Deface the Dream at this show in Manchester, Tennessee. And then Deface the Dream will go down to Huntsville, Alabama for Slamming Into Spring. That happening on Friday, March 15th. It's Live Your Life. Rock around the region with Deface the Dream on Z97.5.
Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. C97 Vibe.
existing in exile and unhinged. It's on Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. They've got a show slated for you coming up on 420. Of course, that's happening at Flavor 90s Bar in Nashville on Demumbrian Street. Check out details on the band's Facebook page. I am Samantha Knight. We're going to wrap things up here in just a few. One band that I'm so looking forward to seeing and two dates that are available for you to check them out as well. I will explain when Rock Around the Region returns on Z97.5. It's Rock Around the Region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. C97.5. People talk and always say what they don't mean Fool me twice I keep on messing up Cause I never learn from my mistakes When did you think that this all would end? I'm not listening now
of Nashville, Tennessee. Backhand Blue and their new one called Paranoid. Check out their Facebook page and the very awesome video that the band created for this. Here's what I love about this band. Aside from their sound, uh, that little industrial edge, and then you've got the beautiful melodies that come out of their lead singer, Maisie. And then you've got this whole DIY thing that they do. With their videos and everything. They keep everything so simple and so awesome and hands-on, which I think is fantastic. It's just that whole grassroots proving that you can do it yourself, and I think it's amazing. So good on you, Black Backhand Blue. I am Samantha Knight. Thank you for tuning in and checking out the program tonight. A big thanks to Blackwater Down. Part three of that conversation will come your way next week, along with another new song from the band's EP. In the meantime, as always, if you got questions, comments, you know of a band that I need to be familiar with, please let me know. Email me, Samantha at z I'm going to wrap things up tonight with a band that I am super stoked to see, not once, but twice. I actually turned in my vacation time so I could do this. And that, of course, is Seven Dust out of Atlanta, Georgia. They are out on the road for another leg of their tour that they are doing with Static X. Seven Dust, Static X, dope, lines of loyalty. I went all the way to Iowa back in October to go check this out. And now, on February 27th, they will be at the Megacore Pavilion in Newport, Kentucky. That is a Tuesday night. And then on Wednesday, February 28th, they will be at Brooklyn Bowl in Nashville. Wrapping up tonight from their album, Truth Killer. It's Holy Water, Seven Dust on Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. We'll see you next time. Oh,